All right, back here on the sports grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, spend the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dosecki's Get a Dose. Oh, Sinead, yes, rest in peace. How old was she? 56. Man, that's kind of young. That's still young. And uh, her last tweet kind of plays into, again, nothing official. They're kind of citing mental health illness as early uh, thoughts on the cause of death. But who's saying that, though? And I don't want to get into that because that's always a sensitive subject to me. But who's who's citing that they're rushing to this? I, I mean, if we're... If uh, we're... The, the Daily Mirror in the UK. Uh, so they're a little bit more regional, of course. The Daily Mirror, you know, they can kind of play like New York Posty. You know, the, the, in terms of the whole news uh, landscape, but they're the one. I mean, they cite they do cite the fact that they, she lost her son mm. in January 2022 to suicide, and then uh, you know has been dealing with the, the difficulties of. But we that. do remember the message yesterday in class. We mentioned in the fact that understand that I understand that we live in a social media world, and a world that is. Pretty much the agendas of everything you want to push. Not saying it's not true, but I think that if we just, in my opinion, well, whoever's putting that out there, that's exactly what they're doing. Because in my opinion, if we just heard not only a few hours ago that this woman's passed, for some writer or whoever to put out and basically automatically, regardless what her past was or what she went through, to automatically say this was 100% or, or contributor or possible, it's irresponsible journalism. And, and also what it goes down to is like, keep in mind, we're entering the political season, people. Everything, it's just sad the way this country's at where we're at right now, but everything that is said and what is pushed from media to outlets, it is a political agenda behind it. So I'm not coming at you for that because you don't kill the messenger, but I'm just saying whoever put that out, I don't care what they write for, if it's what that is irresponsible and that basically is a hidden election time season coming over the next 8 to 12 14 months report period but with all that said rest in peace Miss O'Connor so keeping it moving we've got some uh, response here coming in still on Facebook live but before I get to Big Quinn Bennett's uh, let me finish up Adam Longoria Um, look I've seen the back and forth through some fans and some people in the media that has written about it, because I think really why it's becoming a story one is because make no mistake about it. The Tennessee Titans are trolling them to depict the exact game. One of the games against the Texans to do it. That kind of adds. That's a little, uh, let me turn the knife a little bit and, you know, in you, um, this is the way I look at it. And, and again, it's probably, you know, however the negotiations went, um, when, you know, they decided to go ahead and the Adams family decided to go ahead and move to Tennessee, the Nashville, you know, with the city of Houston. I mean, that was a long time ago, but there were certainly some negotiations about the logo and the brand. I, the way I look at it, it's really comes down to the original owners 
how do they feel really about the city that they're leaving and the type of history that has been developed over time since they've owned the team and the team name in the current city that they're about to leave and bolt from. What I mean by that is, again, keep in mind, Adam, I know Adam's somewhat younger than me, but uh, maybe not that too young, but I know he's younger than me. You got to have to understand, because I've been born and raised in Texas all my life in San Antonio. At that, If you go back at that time where really when that, that oiler uniform, I mean, even if you go to the little bit past the Earl Campbell days, but if you really go into the Warren Moon era, the run and shoot era, uh, you know, if you go into that era, at the time, if you lived in San Antonio, Austin, anywhere in the Texas, and you walked into Foot Locker, you walked into Champs back in the day, you walked into, I'm going to go real old school on y'all, here's a Dusty for you Dusties, if you had to go into Oshman's Sporting Goods, that is old. You couldn't find Houston gear anywhere. Okay? For the most part, at the height of when, you know, basically Dallas was kind of doing they still the Cowboys. You could barely find. So, to me, compared to everything. And then, really, Dallas gear went away. And then when Jimmy Johnson showed up and they won the Super Bowl, then ever since, everybody started flooding their stuff with Cowboys stuff again. My point is, is that that logo and that uniform has really been symbolized and really basically catapulted back to the forefront because of the hip-hop community and the urban culture community in the early 2000s when like i said mitchell and ness was coming up who produced majority of these throwbacks started basically producing this and it was just, it was fire and it's like yo yeah it had been gone away for a while but it came back to earth and now i know they flirted with it in regards to since the nfl's been doing all these retro stuff but going back to my point to Adam, is it fair or not? Or do you have a right to gripe if Texans fans? I feel it just comes down to if the Adams family at the time felt that there was really like a real connection with that city in regards to that logo or the team or the support they got. And I've always thought Houston Tech, Houston got support from their fan base. But I think that they would make a decision like, you know what? If we're going to move to Nashville, Tennessee, we're going to basically go ahead. And we've got new uniforms, which they did. But we're going to leave that oil rig, that oiler is just. We're going to leave it with Houston. But they chose not to do it. And there's been other organizations that have done that before. And, and it has to be something in the NFL rules that consistent. Like, it just depends on. It's probably one of those situations that the original, even they they move, they still own that. That particular logo. But um, I think everybody's always going to. I don't think really anybody and I think, I mean, I'm not going to speak for Adam, but I think there's even some Titans fans that don't really associate that oil rig and that logo with the Tennessee Titans. It is the Houston Oilers. And it's always going to be the Houston Oilers in most people's eyes, in my opinion. In my opinion. 877-37-GRIND. All right, what else we got checking in? Bitcoin Bennett. Is checking in it says, what do you think about our Denver new helmets? Speaking of our, well, I'm not on the team, okay, and I don't think uh, Big Quinn Bennett isn't either. But that sounds like that sounds like an edge rusher. You got Big Quinn Bennett, either that or that sounds like a hell of a guard's name. 
Big 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 Quinn Bennett with a hell of a block. But okay, Big Quinn Bennett's a Denver fan. Our the how do I feel about the Denver logo? Um, yeah, I think I've seen it the other day. They've been teasing it all damn off season. Uh, the white with the letter. I mean, I'm old school. You know me. I I remember when they went and changed to the horse on the head. I was not. That was right a few years before they won the Super Bowl for the first time. I wasn't really a big fan. That had to grow on me. I'm all about the logo. I wish they would go back permanently. Which I know the Penner Group, one of the best organizations, group owners, probably. They took a poll and asked fans with it. I would prefer them to go back to the D on the helmet, the old school D permanently. That's what I wish they would do. I never felt the the horse. I, just, I had to grow. I grew into just being like, all right, I guess that's what it is. So this new one, I guess you said they're calling it the snow cap. Is that what it is? Yeah, the 2023 snow-capped edition, uh, paying uh, homage to Denver's mountains. Yeah. Uh, you look at the branding breakdown, the vertical stripe, and the Denver D logo, paying tribute to the classic look of the 1960s, uh, will be only worn with the team's all-orange alternate uniform. So you guys aren't going to be doing a full whiteout. It's going to be all-orange on the bottom, snow-capped up top, and the white, uh, the uh, all white shell is the first in Broncos history, and it's also going to feature a white face mask. Hmm. Yeah. It's clean. I'll give you that. Yeah. The question is, what's going to be the product of the uniform? That's all I'm concerned about. What is the product going to be in the in the uniform? We're, we're, we're soon about to find out. We're right around the corner. We have anything on uh, Twitter world? Anything else before any on Twitter? Anything we got to touch on? Questions? Anything? Um, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it continues with uh, Denver Broncos. Oh, you have okay. a question coming in from um, Dante. Uh, he said, um, question for Cal. If Russell Wilson doesn't perform up to his standards, would you all think about trading Russ and starting over? Have a great show and time off because we will be off tomorrow and Friday. Yes. Uh, first off, Dante, um, no. I mean, I don't think – first of all, you wouldn't be able to trade Russell Wilson in that contract. It doesn't matter whether it shows that, hey, man, he just doesn't have it. He's not this guy anymore. You can't trade Russell Wilson's contract in the middle of the season. Who's taking that? Um, so I would say off of that, no. I mean, do if it really got bad, uh, do I perceive him being able to be benched? Yeah. I mean, Sean Payton, from my knowledge and my resources, did not take this job. Wouldn't let me rephrase that. He would not have taken this job if he had to be married to Russell Wilson. He made it very clear to the Penner group that if this cat doesn't work out, okay, if we've got to get rid of him and we've got to get rid of Sierra, the kids, future, little future, if we got to get them all out of Denver, are y'all willing to stomach that? Can y'all, can you eat that dead cat? Because it's going to be a dead cat swallow, Okay. That one's going to be a big day. And you know what they told him? Yeah. Sean's like, well, let's do it. Because at the end of the day, and that's why he went, which I thought was kind of a little bit pretty penny to pay for a backup. But that's the reason why they went out and got Stedman, because he believes he could be a future starting quarterback in this league. That's right out of Sean Payton's mouth. He said that early after they signed him. That was a message to Russ also. And I don't, I don't care who – if Sean says that he could be a future quarterback starting and he's going to be the guy overseeing it – 
I don't give a damn if 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 it's Drew Drunken Miller. I don't care who he's talking. That lets me know he can be a quarterback. If Sean says it, he can, that's just what it is. So with with and, and I want to clarify, this is not gonna be Russ through three interceptions or two interceptions. He's benched next week. I don't. I, I don't think the leech is going to be that short on Russ. This is one of those that's going to play out during the course of the whole season, and it, because the decision that's coming to them is coming in the off season, where they've got to make a decision on that contract, unless they're going to guarantee more. So if they've got, to, they're going. To, I think it becomes before April that they've got to make a decision whether they're going to cut bait and take the dead, or they're going to go ahead and ride it out. Which I think. With what he will display under the tutelage of Sean Payton, they will ride it out another year. So I don't think – I mean, it can't – I don't think people realize how bad it got last year. I, I, it can't get any worse. I mean, he's going to look – I mean, he already looks better. I told you when he showed up, you could see some cheeks, paws, talking about his face. I knew he was going to be serious business. That's just the way it is. So, no, I don't think they would. First of all, even if that would come about, Dante, no matter how bad he'd come out, they start 0-3. He's got five interceptions. Like, yo, this guy's done. He's toast. They can't trade him. Nobody's taking that contract. You just got to ride it out. He's just going to be embarrassed. He's going to be the highest paid backup quarterback in NFL history. And he's going to sit over there and read scriptures and everything else and just take it. Because there's a direction going. There's no rearview mirrors. It's been all taken off. Okay. So, we'll see. It's going to be a lot told. Week one, Raider Nation coming in with a lot of baggage. From Devontae Adams, they got a lot of baggage. You got Josh McDaniel sitting up there saying, well, hey, I understand it. Whenever Josh is ready to come back, I'm going to take him back when he's back. We we understand the situation. We hope to go. But, you know, whenever you go and welcome back with open arms, Josh is like Josh is trying. Josh is that guy as a coach. He's that young man that still doesn't know who he is. Like he hasn't found himself yet as a head coach. Like he doesn't want to be too harsh because it was just a crash and burn on his first one. He don't want to be too Patriot way, Belichick way, even though he's kind of like hiring people though. And the way he handles, he's not coming out full blaze of blazing against players like he did on his first gig. So he's tipped to him, but I mean, they've got a lot there. It's a lot of stuff going on in the black hole. Okay. And I'm telling you, you fantasy, I don't do fantasy tips on this show. I really don't. There's enough fantasy outlets for you to consume that. But the truth of the matter is, I'm telling you, you fantasy guys, y'all better proceed with caution with Devontae Adams this year. Proceed with caution. Jimmy don't even play that way. Jimmy don't really go vertical. It's a lot of dink and dunk. Okay. So before you go make your number one overall or third overall pick in your draft of Devontae Adams, proceed with caution. Remember I told you that. Now, if you want to go the over and under how many times he come and maybe throw his helmet on the ground coming to the sideline because he's getting open and getting routes and Jimmy just checked down. We'll take some action on that. But we'll see how it plays out. We're almost there. Real quick before we leaving the NFL scene, um, Side note, because we know this chapter's done. We know Barkley came to an agreement. He's not going to play under the tag. Uh, but the reports, this very was interesting to me. Reports said that the Giants uh, tried to trade Barkley after the franchise situation. And a dozen teams called. 
A dozen teams called. So, first of all, due to the fact that, and this is New York for you, uh, I hope you're taking note of this, Aaron Rodgers. Them guys up there are trained journalists, stir soup assassins. Like, they wait till they get an agreement. They wait until either he signs his tag or they give him a new contract and somebody leaks this and says, hey, by the way, they tried to trade him. Now, just imagine the emotional roller coaster because these guys, you, you're trained to do this. This is your job, but they're also human. Think about the emotional roller coaster with Barkley. You know, you go through these negotiations. They really rip down your value. They just sit there and tell you, hey, man, listen to Jonas. He thinks you're bust anyway. Why should we pay you? You go through all that, and then you come to say, you know what, man, I want to be for my team, and you come to get this in agreement, and then they just kick you in the package in the apple sack, say, oh, by the way, here's a report. They tried to trade you, and there was 12 teams inquired. Interesting situation for the Giants. A lot is going to be the shoulder of Mr. Danny Dimes, and we're going to see how that's going to play out as well, too. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dosecki's. Get a dose. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing, spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. Texas summers can get hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary Mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great, bold, and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. Shake things up with Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary Mix, made with premium ingredients and crafted for a bold and savory taste, whether with your favorite vodka or with the pre-mixed ready-to-drink cans. Zing Zang, America's favorite Bloody Mary and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please Zing Zang responsibly. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind are you moving around the greater san antonio area choose the storage experts tiger moving and storage whether you're moving an office or the whole family tiger moving and storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient prompt and cost-effective service to learn more and to secure your portable storage container today go to choose tiger.com tiger moving and storage official sponsor of the sports grind All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, spinning the one and twos. Today's show was presented by Dosecki's Get a Dose, and we have been broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. And this last segment of the day and the week is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Keep in mind, Texas summers can get really, really hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary Mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great, bold, and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. Shake things up with Zing Zang's Blazing Bloody Mary Mix made with premium ingredients and crafted with a bold, savory taste. 
That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. And don't forget, always to Zing Zang responsibly. And also, don't forget, <clears throat> tomorrow, uh, we'll be off tomorrow and Friday, back Monday. And here shortly, we have a new partnership, uh, studios partnership, that we'll be announcing here shortly. And we've got a new um affiliate that announcement coming on uh, monday when we get back should it be on monday or tuesday we'll let y'all know who's uh joining uh, the party and the family here uh, from two to five but keeping it moving um to some things before we uh get out of here uh switching gears a little bit uh from the nfl which college there you know we ran out of time so i want to parlay parlay this till monday but excuse me or sometime next week because it comes down to the decision uh that has and, and i've kind of been keeping my ear to this a little bit i know we touched on it and I, you know how i feel about congress and everything getting um involved with uh, sports and stuff but on the cool um you've had a major decision Okay, which NCA president Charlie Baker calls the new it's called a pass act bill uh, is really going to be a game changer. The Senate and the House uh, have been presented has presented this. You know, they've been begging something to go on. We'll get into that earlier next week because I have my thoughts on that. But this is something to make sure y'all watch out for, because this is really trying to because they're really, you know, fighting. They see the NCA. They say collegiate sports. America sees this going into a business and America doesn't really, you know, want anything to do this. They don't want their collegiate sports, mainly college football, turning into semi-pro, even though everybody and their mama knows what's been going on. But it's actually now that it's out in the open, Congress and America's freaking out. So we'll, we'll talk more about that early part next week. Uh, but switching gears a little bit to the uh, NBA uh, very, very, we talked about it yesterday, scary situation, um, with Bronny, um, LeBron James son who went into cardiac arrest, uh, after U USC practice, uh, the other day, um, was, I told you it was on major news, uh, sites, um, you know, and it's crazy because I saw, um, the reason why I bring this back up today, because the other part that I don't know if anybody's really talked about this or not, because I'm always going down thinking this way. And I know I was watching Anderson Cooper last night and Jim Beheim was on there. And, you know, when Lynn Bias collapsed on the court, um, you know, they didn't have, I forgot what the, the medical term is, but the ventilators where if you have somebody go cardiac arrest, they have that machine or they have that equipment there on on site do you have the name on the tip of the, the defibrillator there you the go the same thing that the yes. hamlin and demar yes. hamlin you there know, you brought go to the light here in there, january there you go and they didn't have that you know at that time when lynn but but this was one of these things that were used but you know when they had a doctor on before they had jay behind and he was talking about this potential condition that Bronny. Uh, could be dealing with and it has a lot to do with the heart of course and it's one of those and I forgot the name of it, but it's one of those situations to where um, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're in the early stage of this some of this stuff can be hereditary some of it can just be a condition you're born with but the bottom line is and I know that they're probably in early test phase of this but it's a chance you know that this is something that's going to run risk uh, you know with Bronny Bronny uh, from you know continuing to do the thing that he was obviously love to do i mean there's nothing about lebron's son screams to me 
that LeBron is force feeding his life to him. Meaning like, hey, you got to keep this legacy going. You know, don't you know who I it's not, I think this is all natural. I mean, Jim Beheim's been recruiting or seeing this young man since he was in middle school. So Jim Beheim's like, look, he has worked his ass off to get to where he's even at to this point to have a shot to be in the NBA. And he's not trying to live off his daddy's name. But to me, <clears throat> the sad thing about it, and I hope it doesn't come to this, but can you imagine? I mean, this is one of these situations that something that he is living under pressure to a certain extent, internal pressure of who his dad is, and really getting to the point to where you can be. Now, you can say that because the James on the back of the jersey basically maybe gave him a little fluff in ESPN top 50 players in the country, this and this. Okay, that's fine. But when you look at it, he had, he had he's pretty much gotten developed skills to where there's a good chance that he could make it in the NBA but could you imagine after you know as a seeing that if he can get through this but knowing that if you had to deliver if a doctor delivered him news that he runs a highly risk of uh you know just of his life in future health if he continues to play basketball at the level it would take at the division one, even when he gets to the pros. I mean, can you imagine, and can you imagine the effect that that would probably have on LeBron too as well? I'm not saying this is where we're at, but there's some doctors that are looking at this situation saying, Hey, look, there's, there's this, because I told you there's something going on that it seems like younger generations and young people are really having heart and respiratory problems, you know? So, uh, but just, just hope that that's not the case that they can, uh, that they can find a way to kind of manage this if this is something that he's dealing with. Go ahead. Uh, Jeff Eisenberg over at Yahoo Sports has a great deep dive article um, that looks at this isn't an anomaly when it comes to basketball and definitely college basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, he cites Alan Chaney, you know, who was um, – uh, a former college basketball standout, and he collapsed on the court, and right. then he had to get it, and, and they had to go through an, an extent of, you know, at the time defibrillators weren't everywhere, uh-huh. uh, so you had to have a mobile one, and he went through another event on a court that kind of caused him to, you know, really say like, look, I need to step away from this entirely. Um, the study is done. This really happens among mostly basketball players because they talk about the intense cardiac uh pressure and it, because you're, you're it's outbursts it's not right. it's not you know it's short little sprints it's you know explosive and you're you're asking a lot of your body in a very short amount of time right uh so so it's nothing new there but definitely it's something where we're continuing to understand a little bit more as science develops mm-hmm. to your question though as to you know what this you know how how might Bronny feel or how how might lebron you know feel himself I think that the pressure isn't entirely there. You look at Michael Jordan's kids, you know, his sons, and they haven't been able to be Michael Jordan 2.0. Um, Magic Johnson, Shaq. If we look around at these other stars, you know, we'll see what Dwayne Wade's kid does. Um, we don't have a whole lot of – I mean, Kenyon Martin's probably the – or him and GP2 are probably the most, like, second generation that have really carried the torch into the NBA that I can think of off, off the top of my dome. Um but business, LeBron being so being so business savvy and everything like that, I feel like he sees the importance, and he's just like, look, and, and we there, there's even the conversation too. The Bryce is going to be the better of the of, the, of his two sons. Uh, he's got the size, he's got the explosiveness that Bronny doesn't have. Look, I mean, first of all, I've listened to everything you said, but the reality: these are humans, 
And number two, when you listen to all these people's sons and Michael Jordan's son, it, it's everything is case is different. And you say, D, for, trust me, I, I don't know what D. Wade's son going to do. I, I don't think anybody understands what, what, what his future holds in D. Wade's son. But, look, let me tell you something. When I say that this is a psychological effect, potentially, like, money doesn't cure everything. It, it, it cures a lot, but it doesn't, it doesn't keep you immune from natural feelings. If you have watched your son have a passion of growing up to play back, you got to think of how, how long have we been talking about LeBron playing basketball with his son? With that conversation has been going on for like the last six to seven years. This is what everybody thinks that LeBron is working toward is to basically have his Ken Griffey and basically senior and Ken Griffey junior moment. And with this particular situation and condition he could be dealing with, could have that ripped away. There is no, look, LeBron's kids' kids, are the kind of money LeBron and wealth that he's generated, Bronny's kids' kids are going to be okay. This ain't what this is about, man. Money don't money solves a lot. We'll all take the problems of rich men and rich women instead of the broke ones. But reality of this would be devastating, to LeBron and Bronny if it's a something that he would I don't care what his son his next son's going to be the bottom line is we're talking about this young man who has grown up watching his dad develop as a basketball player LeBron growing up as fatherhood and nurturing his his kid along with his wife Savannah and them knowing that hey we're not forcing you and saying you got to play basketball just because LeBron you could tell this in my opinion it's very natural based and if all of a sudden you have a near-death experience and this is something that you got to make a decision so that dream possibly of you playing in the NBA with your dad could be shattered no Jonas there's no money there, there's no this and this that's I'm not saying it's something that's going to rip the family apart I mean they'll get over it, but that that's sad that's tough that's tough I mean as a parent that's tough so um that's just my opinion, and I think that's the side of the story that's not developing that not too many people talk about. And I hope we don't have that. I hope there's a way that they can finally, I mean, because trust me, we know he's going to have the best doctors out there, period, in this condition. Whoever the expert is on this condition, Bronny's going to have it. That, 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 that's what happens and what money can do. But if you go to the experts of the experts and they tell you you run a high probability of having a heart attack or dying on the court or after practice or too much exhaustion there's some tough decisions that have to be made and will be made but i don't care how much money in zeros you got in the bank that's gonna sting that's gonna burn like a badass perm and it's definitely disappointing for the fact that you know this was something he's worked a lot for exactly you know exactly you know we'll see hopefully they can come up with a solution yeah but you know jonas is cut from that cloth though and they're just like hey man tough breaks just go on. Your son of LeBron. Oh, ooh, boo hoo! You can't play basketball no more. That's 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 Mr. Clark for you. I mean, I, I mean, again, I, I think that's the reason why I took you know tanks passing so hard because I don't. I'm older now, but I don't have kids of my own. But you have that feeling once you have that bond or something that you've seen or helped raise. It's like when you see it hurt, you see it go. It's like, damn, come on. You'll, you, you'll have that feeling someday, Jonas. Because right now, you just go, oh, what? oh well, they only want to pay you $7 million? Well, that's better than four. Just get out there. Can't play basketball anymore? Oh, boo-hoo. You're LeBron. So what? The brother's better. 
My goodness, man. Like, my, I mean, damn. That's that tough farmer love. Ohio tough farmer love. My goodness. Jeez. Anyway. Speaking of that, y'all see uh, KD's trending. I caught that during break. Old KD can't never just tell everything. Uh, what's the big deal? Everybody smokes marijuana in NBA. <laughs> like Kevin, I, I mean, I get it. And I'm pretty sure this was on somebody's podcast, somebody's interview, or Kevin was just in a conversation on a burner account. And somebody like, man, this is KD. And then he said it came out clear, but I don't know. But again, again, that's something that we know and people assume. But why do you got to go to Kashi 69 and just say, hey, everybody, though? Just say like you, Kevin. Don't don't try to jump. Don't try to add everybody else in. Oh, well, what's the big deal? I don't even know the contents of what this came, how this came up. I just know he's trending for this and he said it. But to me. Talk, just say you do it. Don't try to make it a culture thing so it makes you feel better. What do you got? Well, really where it stems from, Kevin Durant uh, did, you know, he was speaking, um, and he had said that, uh, he, he said, I just enjoy the plant. He said, it's as simple as that. Uh, speaking at the CNBC and Boardroom's inaugural Game Plan Sports Business Conference in Los Angeles this week, uh, CBS reporting that uh, he told, uh, reportedly said that he uh, told, you know, had a meeting with Adam Silver earlier this year, said, I actually called him and advocated for him to take marijuana off the banned substance list. I just felt like it was something becoming a thing around the country, around the world, and the stigma behind it wasn't as negative as before. So he's actually trying to take uh, responsibility for uh, removing it from the banned substance list. That's really where it's stemming from. Well, l- let me tell you. First off, Kevin, I mean, I don't know about him wanting to take credit just because he's picking up the phone call because he can. He's one of the few players that has Adam on speed dial. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, this has been something that's been talked about for the, you know, negotiated on collective bargaining. But this is something that's been going on behind the closed doors for years. So I don't know about KD just swooping in all of a sudden say, hey, man, I put a call to Adam. I'm the one to try to, like, relax, man. You might be able to control what teams you want to go to. I want to play with my buddy Kyrie. That's not working. I want this coach. But you ain't going to take credit for, oh, this is because this has been going on. And they have, like, the stance on it in general. But I just don't know why he has to talk about it. Just say you. Just say you. You should have just left it there. Hey, I like the bird. Hey, he doing it. That's no depressed his soul. That's no different from Kobe. Kobe gets busted by Vanessa. Shaq got like about five of them on the road. What? And a bu- like, what? Ain't got nothing to do with anybody else. Anyway. All right. So tomorrow, again, reminder, we won't be on uh, tomorrow or Friday. We'll be off. Coming back on Monday, uh, but also when we come back, we'll have a new partnership, a uh, new studio sponsorship, um, and that is going to be DeBell Tequila, okay, Maestro, don't forget the Maestro, Maestro DeBell Tequila, um, and let me tell you something, this is actually a product that I wanted to make sure I tried first uh, before I endorsed it, okay. Which, once we agreed to terms and you know check and everything was coming, I'm I, I mean, keep it real. I was gonna, I was gonna learn to like it anyway. But look, I've tried it, and this is a higher end tequila, okay. So I'm very excited about that to educate you know to get the people out there to uh, 
up your game a little bit in the Maestro de Bell Tequila, but they'll be our official new studio sponsorship. It's great tequila, by the way. Okay, um, it really is. I'm not a big hardcore alcoholic type of person, but that's a that's a upper scale tequila. Uh, but want to thank them for coming on board. Happy to have them on board. Uh, you know, um, and also just to thank uh, Hazel Sky. You know, in regards to their time and their support. You know, over the years, um, like I said, we'll still look to do and probably going to be doing some things with Hazel Sky uh, in the future here. But for now, um, this was a perfect partnership, uh, what we're looking for um, in regards to the opportunities of uh, moving forward and keeping the things uh, going. So welcome Maestro DeBell Tequila. So when we come in here on Monday, you'll have a new studio set up you'll be viewing a new studio you'll be looking at me with background of different than what you've seen before and then on monday or tuesday we'll give you uh the new affiliate that is coming into the sports crime family that's picking up the show so we're continuing to grow affiliates uh you know god willing so it's been and that's a support to y'all that keeps tuning in every day uh and keep participating as well too you know it's been through a lot of changes like i said company-wise over the years but you got to adapt and keep going you know, can't be like Jack Del Rio and Ron still run the same damn systems from 1996. Got to adapt, even if you're like an old guy like me and don't like change, you know. World Cup goes on. Good luck to our women. This is going to be a very interesting game tonight. I'm interested to see it uh, taking on the Netherlands. The fight, real quick. I know we ran out of time. Do you have a prediction, really? I know you can't go into a whole depth. Who are you least rolling with? I think I'm going to roll with Crawford. Uh, he says he's willing to take the, take it slow. Spence wants action. Crawford's down. Take it slower. Crawford's mm. finished more people recently. So we, for him to say, you know, I'm really down to kind of take take this to the distance. Uh, I think it's a minus 250 to go, to mm. go the distance. Okay. Plus 150 to enter the well, we'll break it down when we get back Monday. Other than that, that is, a, that is a wrap for the day and the week. Special thanks to the producer of the show, Jonas Clark, San Antonio, El Paso, Lubbock, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people in Laredo. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for you, the snooze button for you out the rack, just ask yourself. You grind in peace. See y'all next week. When life sounds too much like this. It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and Seafood Lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. 
From craft beer, rare spirits and world-class wine to chips, dips and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here.